Hey, Peter. Hey, what's up? Shall we be funky? I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice and inspiration and funkiness, not funkiness, <laughs> funkiness coming at you. Funkiness coming at you today, uh, sponsored by Open Studio, of course. Peter, why are we being so funky today, man? Well, we, you know, we, we've been, um, we just kind of threw, well, okay, it started from the Herbie Hancock, Stevie Wonder a couple weeks ago. We're working on this video. On the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, on the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. And it's just a funk fest. It's just a groove fest. It's so great. We yeah. love that track. And we talked about it uh, here on the pod, I think, a couple weeks ago as well. And so we did a little thing on the You'll Hear It Live on Mondays. Yeah. You, what do you know about Mondays exactly at 4 p.m.? Exactly one week ago from right now. A, w- a week ago, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and we invite you to join us every Monday, 4 p.m., over on the YouTubes. Totally. Uh, on the Open Studio YouTube channel where we do a little live show that's ephemeral. You taught me that word earlier. I'm not sure if it's right, but no, I it's like, right. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's a, like something that's there, and then it just blossoms. It's a away. word that's like it de blossoms, it deflowers totally. itself away, and totally. so totally. <laughs> whatever. You know, I think about like a flower that just becomes like, you know, it's like, like a dandelion. Yes, like, a dandelion. That's a dandy little <laughs> phrase that you little turn of the words. Yeah, so we do that at 4 p.m. Eastern. Please join us over there. But we were just sort of grooving on that, and then you know we turned that into a little video because it was kind of fun. But the idea was about like how do you develop and how do you work on and really how do you learn how to play funky bass lines. And, I mean, the bigger thing is like how do you play funky, but we're not going to be able to tackle that on the pod fully today, but we thought we could talk about specifically bass lines, how you could practice it because – I think that the hand independence element is so important, but you got to have stuff to play in. Like it, it, it's all for naught if you if you've got independence of your hands, but you don't have the right stuff to play with either one of them. Totally, right? totally. Yeah. And so normally your baseline would be with your left hand, but you know wh- whatever it's in that base region, right? So we should probably start there. Absolutely. Yeah. So the thing at the beginning, what was it? I've already forgotten it, but it was something kind. Of, it was a little faster, maybe. I'm just making this up, right? But the idea is like, like you find the groove, right? And then where's the 16th notes? Back a chicka, 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 back a back a back a back a back a So even when you're not, when you're not saying that, playing that, you feeling that 16th note all the time. Because then you can subdivide it, accent, back a chicka, yeah, and then normally you're gonna need to have that independence, right, to be able to get that in the other hand. But even within the bass part, so like I'm I'm gonna play a couple bars of this, and I'm not gonna play anything on one, but I think it's gonna still stay together. It's gonna all be like syncopations on that sixteenth note, right? One, mm-hmm. two. Three, 
and you, you probably thought I was going to do one because it was like, yeah, yeah. So it's like the precision within that, you've got a lot of different choices, but I think it's all based on that 16th note sub subdivision. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about maybe some of the hand independent stuff that you can work on. I feel like one of the easiest ways to get going on this is to do a bit of like, like a bit of, of ghosting in your right hand and ghosting in your left hand. So like if you can't pick the key of E flat minor, right? Like a nice, like, uh -huh. but you didn't have to do that groove, but this idea in your right hand, you basically have the claw, right? So your thumb and the rest of you, there's your thumb is one part. Yeah. And then the rest of your hand is kind of the other. And yeah. you can make chords with the top four fingers. And then that thumb kind of is like a ghost note in yeah. there. Yeah, I like so I've that. got I've got here, and then there's kind of two parts to your left hand here. You've got your pinky, which is sort of the low note, and then these other the the, the pinky's kind of its own part, and then yeah. everything else. We're in one, two, three, four. And you just you could do this little clave here. Ah, uh, little fun clave, little flave. I'm literally just kind of like between, that's all my right hand, right? Three notes in the top part of my right hand, my thumb, and then I've got my first finger and second finger of my left hand. And varying it up within that 60th note syncopation zone. So I got B flat, D flat, G flat on the top, A flat on my thumb on my right hand, E flat on the thumb of my left hand, D flat on the yep. first, uh, second finger yeah. of my left hand. you can drop down to that low, low E flat. That's like a drop too, voicing, isn't it? Nope. Now, sorry. I like that. Then it's like, a, it's kind of like a clavinet thing, right? That's when you're like slapping the clav, right? Like, exactly. That's how it came about. And higher, higher ground is the same way. So... idea of yeah. like ponging between the left and right hand yeah that's great so that's kind of like the entrance but i just i encourage you to just try that like in three note groups, use um, sort of the the thumbs are independent from the rest of the hand kind of idea. That'll get you going. Yeah, yeah that's great. And look, a lot of this, you know, we're not really we're we're, we're looking at stationary harmonic situations, which is a great way to practice this. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you've always got even like. Thank you. 
that's all in there. But I think too, we can look at, you're going to hear a lot of these, especially the Stevie wonder ones are, um, your note choices are anything of course, but those minor pentatonic areas are really interesting. Either the actual minor pentatonic, like in this case, you know, got all these those other triads you can throw in totally but really you can go anywhere because the have hitting that rhythm making sure that that's precisely and there's so much more important than any wrong notes or whatever like if you miss and you know if you play with really good funk players and sometimes we as jazz players are guilty as charged but like if there isn't that precision with where you're laying in the beat you get some funky looks as, as one would say. Not you know? good. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then, okay, so and then in terms of baseline, what's some tips that, that would be good for, for specifically practicing that as a pianist? I think, man, there's no shame in transcribing basses, first yeah. and foremost. Like, it's a language like anything else. Yeah. And you don't even have to transcribe bass players. Transcribe Stevie Wonder playing some... How about that? Yeah, I mean that is great too. Yeah, but Stevie, you gotta get that precision in that. One. The precision is so key. But yeah, Paul Jackson, obviously, if you want some funky bass lines, Paul Jackson is your man. Stevie Wonder playing yeah. synth bass is great, as well as Bernie Worrell playing synth bass on yeah. things like Flashlight from Parliament. Great stuff. Yep. Um, to be able to to be able to kind of like translate that, and there's a ton of other. I mean, organist as well. Like yeah. On, for for bass line stuff, uh, Jimmy Smith for like swinging stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, transcribe all that because it fits our hand. A lot a of the boogaloo bit. stuff. Boogaloo. A lot of the boogaloo stuff. Yeah, boogaloo. totally. And then I think too, like a lot of this is about getting inside of each one of the grooves, both for you know when you get to the point where you can feeling good about the independence of the hands, but using those different elements to accentuate that groove. Getting before you even get there, getting the feel for that groove with your hands either linked together. Or doing separate things, but not at the same time, is something that you can always be working on. So, like, if you think about the groove of, like, you know, like, and you know, again, six. I really encourage you of all the different great funk grooves. If you can get that sixteenth, get inside of that sixteenth note groove, I think that's you know key. Exactly. Simple, right? And then you can add some stuff, but but how like how precise can you get that before you add anything? Ah, see, I was a little off. We got a little disco there. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, check out. You know who's great at this stuff? Yeah. Uh, remember uh, Samuel and those that all that stuff he did with Joshua Redman? Samuel, yeah, yeah, yeah back absolutely. in the day. Also, Brad Meldow and Mark Juliana made that record yeah. together where Brad's playing all the synth bass, but yep. the king, yep, uh. for synth bass for funky key, key bass, even that zipper sound is funky. So, check out the 16 note groove. You know what I mean? This is uh, Stevie Wonder, by the way. Boogie on Reggae Woman. If you didn't know. I like to see you boogie right across the floor. 
creative. I like to do you got poodles, poodles in the house. And the way the phrase and accent is like, very relaxed, but right in the cut, right in the cut. I like to make my I mean, all of those. It's all about the ghost notes. Yeah. Here's another key bass. Iconic key bass oh. line. Flashlight. Mm. Is this Bernie Morrell? Yeah, I believe it is. Oh. But listen to how he's ghosting a 16th note feel. Woo! All the one that um that you um Woo The game There's that sixty the game What's uh that the Giuliani? No, this is uh Samuel. Oh Samuel Joshua Ribbon. Getting that 16 no pocket, yeah. you know? Huh. Lonely woman from the same record. Just all killing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know this record well though. I remember seeing them live. I don't remember this track at all. Mm. You like you though, huh? Anyway, it's a, it's a great example. Yeah. This whole album, Samuel. Uh, is that um, elastic? Is that elastic? It's the elastic. Elastic yeah. band. Yeah, elastic band. Momentum. Yeah, momentum. That's uh, Ornette Coleman's "Lonely Woman." Nice. First track was "Sweet and Nasty." Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Get that sixteenth note thing in the pocket, and that's what I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah. Another Bernie World. Yeah. 
Oh, this is the digital underground version. I was going to say, I was like, yeah. Still funky. Clinton administration. <laughs> so many versions of this. I don't see the original though. Oh, not just the Record a podcast? I don't even know. Yeah, no, we're now we're just now we're just hanging. (laughs) We set the record player. Set up the turntables. Let's do this. We're gonna have the turntable soon. Maybe we are gonna have the turntable soon. Maybe today. You know what? We're about to turn the turntables on them. Oh! Until next time, you'll hear it.